Welcome to Negotiation with Alice, your negotiation podcast. I am here to answer all your questions about anything and everything negotiation-based. It can be about something with your children, your spouse, your friends, your colleagues, your family, your parents. Come on the show, ask me a question, and I will give you negotiation advice. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm very excited to have Jen Villanueva with us today. Jen, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Jen Villanueva, and today I'm coming to you as a a property owner, and we have a short-term rental uh, property um, in San Francisco, and I'm looking to find tenants, but I'm new to this, so I'm asking Alice's advice today um, around that subject. Great. And what exactly is your negotiation challenge, Jen? Right now, I'm like I mentioned, I'm I'm new to this venture. We're looking for short-term um, tenants, and I'm you know I I need help in in interviewing them and making sure that I find people that are the right fit that could that could get along with the other tenants in the space and that are just general good tenants and good people to be around, you know, for however long they're here. It's it's more about like a like a three to six months stint for each person. So during that time, I want to make sure that they enjoy the space and that we enjoy them being here. Absolutely. So basically you're trying to find out how to do your due diligence when you are vetting for tenants. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So I want you to make sure that you write a list for yourself of all of the qualities that you're looking for in a good tenant. Um, you know, whether they're quiet, whether they're clean, that sort of thing. The other question I do have is, are you going to be sharing the same space? Like, are you going to be uh, housemates? Yes, for okay. time. I, I'll, I'll be staying at this space at least half half the uh, week. Okay. So even more important, right? Because you, because if you don't get along, then you're going to have problems in the, in the near future. So you want to write a list of all of the qualities that you're looking for. And then you want to ask a lot of questions when you are doing the interview. So you don't want to just ask them about their rental history, but sort of like, how do they spend their time? Um, what kind of a housemate are they? And you want to also, when you ask questions, you don't want to have leading questions. And a leading question would sound something like this. Uh, So I really like the apartment to stay clean. Are you a clean person? Right? Mm -hmm. Because now they know what they're supposed to say. And so Mm -hmm. you want to present different scenarios to say, you know, if, if I'm the type of person where I really expect everyone to put their dishes in the sink or, you know, in the dishwasher right away, not leave any in the sink, like, how does that feel for you and get an answer? And then also conversely say, Hey, if I happen to be a slob and I don't do dishes all weekend and I just leave them piled up in the kitchen sink for like two or three days at a time, because sometimes I might do that when I get really busy, how does that feel for you? And really try to get a very um, fleshed out picture of their reaction to both scenarios so that you can get a really good idea of what kind of person they really are. So you want to present both sides of the of a scenario that might actually happen and get their feedback on either how they might feel or how they might behave, mm-hmm. because that will give you a better idea of what might happen in the event of a conflict. And I also want you to sit down and prepare a list of what kinds of housemate conflicts might potentially come up. 
right? Is it that they're using the bathroom for far too long and you can't get in? Is it that the schedule where you're supposed to get up in the morning and take a shower, their schedule is the same. And now you're like conflicting because you can't even get in the shower when you want to get in. So write a list of all the potential conflicts. And when you're interviewing, I want you to try to find out uh, the answers to those potential scenarios. For example, okay. with the bathroom one, you want to ask like, what's your schedule like? What time do you normally have to take a shower and you use the bathroom? You know, is it in the morning? Do you typically take showers in the evening? And you really need to find out all of those intimate details because of the fact that you'll be sharing, potentially sharing a bathroom together. So these types of things, same thing with the kitchen, right? Are they someone who likes to share communal space or are they someone who would like for you to use the kitchen when you're using the kitchen and then for them to use the kitchen at a different time, that they like to have their own space, even though you're sharing a communal space? Are they mm-hmm. someone who might end up talking to you excessively in the kitchen when you just want to come in and cook and have a nice, quiet morning drinking your coffee? Or are they going to come in every morning and chat you up and ruin your morning? So mm-hmm. I need you to write down all those things and then really solve for them when you're doing the interview process. ever wondered how do I get my spouse to do more of their share of the chores or you figure how can I convince them to go on this vacation you're basically negotiating so if you'd like to get better at negotiation so that you can have better outcomes in your life please check out Alice's negotiation courses you can find them at negotiationwithalice.com. Please visit my website, come and join and be a part of our small group negotiation course, and I will get your negotiation chops a lot sharper. Oh, wow. Okay. That's great. I I didn't even think, I I knew to write the list for the traits um, and you know, the type of, uh, you know, like how, how they are, like their, their traits and values. But as far as like the scenarios, that's going to take a little bit more. I never, I never thought of to ask the scenarios in that way. Cool. Thank you. That was really helpful. Sure. And Jen, do you happen to have uh, thinner walls in the place? Is noise a potential issue? Um, you know, there, it's an older house and while it was renovated, I mean, you, you it's, I feel like it's a little bit more sound, but I, you know, you can still hear like ambient noise, like people when, when somebody's in the hallway and they're walking, you could, you could still, you know, hear them, but it's, um, but it's not too bad, but I, I, I know that's something to, to consider. So I also want you to consider noise from both sides of the perspective. So you mm-hmm. want to find out whether, obviously, whether they're noisy or not, but you also want to find out, are they going to feel like you're too noisy? Are they going to consistently ask you, Jen, can you keep it down? Like you're coming in and you're walking around at midnight and it's like waking me up in the middle of the night or, you know, or you have your music too loud, even though you might feel like it's not. So you want to really find out someone who is compatible with you in terms of noise sensitivity. I have a lot of cases that come in as a mediator where I'm doing neighbor to neighbor disputes and very frequently they're noise related. Mm Mm-hmm. That's going to definitely be a factor because one of us works from home. And so I want to make sure that we're, you know, we're able to work here and not have to worry about it bothering other people. I mean, it's like regular office hours, but I mean, that, that definitely 
comes into play if somebody is staying here and then they work a night shift. So, yes. Yeah. Or okay. let's say that they also work from home and they say, oh, you know, I work for a company, but they let us work remotely. Well, now you're looking at two people working from home. Is that too many people in mm -hmm. the home during the day trying to do what they're doing? Right. Because if right. you can hear each other, then it becomes problematic. So you really have to think about every single thing that might impact you as uh, housemates and mm -hmm. really dig down deep to find out what kind of schedule do they have? Do they work from home? I mean, it sounds like you probably want somebody who works outside the home so that they're not home at the same time, right? So that right. they have regular nine to five business hours so that they are gone and then you can work from home or the person working from home can do that. So definitely think of these things as you interview and then make sure that you obviously check your references. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think we have all the the like the typical like admin stuff as far as um renting out like already set it's it's more of those qualitative things uh, you know like you the things that I don't even realize until you're into that situation I'm trying to head those off absolutely so the the better the the more you prep and your mm -hmm. questions um should come out of your prep sessions right mm -hmm. then you can ask them so it would be a really rigorous interview but I think that you should be able to land with somebody that is a really good fit is there a, a number of like how many like rounds of interviews should I have? I have like there's me and my partner that are here. So I was ex I was expecting, and then my 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 cousin is a property manager, and he's he's assisting me through this process while I get my you know my feet wet. So um, I was anticipating having like at least a couple rounds of interviewing with the person to make sure that we get a few different perspectives. Absolutely. Um, I think that a couple is definitely good, especially with your final, your list of finalists, right? You don't want to do mm -hmm. two for everyone, but really narrow it down to the last few people that you feel like, yes, these are really good candidates and then do multiple rounds. So I think two is definitely better than one. Okay. Would it three be too much or is it, it's, it depends on whether you feel like you're ready to commit with them or not. If you're not ready to commit and you need a little bit more information, I think three is fine, especially if they're very interested in um, rooming. Like if you were interviewing me and you asked me for a third interview, but I really wanted to room there, I would be like, sure, definitely, because I, I'm interested. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's basically a negotiation. And perhaps I might feel like, oh, three is too many times. Therefore, I'm going to opt out. And that's OK, because mm -hmm. you're trying to get on the same page. And in trying to get on the same page, you also want someone who is interested in the same way that you are. Right. Okay. That's really helpful. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Jen. And how can people get in touch with you if they're looking for a short-term rental in San Francisco? Um, they could reach out to me um, through my personal email. It's Ginaville. It's spelled like a town. G as in George, I-N-A-V as in Victor, I-L-L-E at gmail.com. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Negotiation with Alice, your negotiation podcast. It's been a pleasure having you be part of the conversation. Please hit like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed my podcast, Negotiation with Alice, and are interested in working with me to level up your negotiation 
communication, and persuasion skills, please check out ShekinahNegotiationAcademy.com. That's Shakina spelled S-H-I-K-I-N-A, NegotiationAcademy.com. See you on the next podcast.